Hey, when does the show start? Hey, wait a minute. <gasps> First, let's hear from our sponsors. Oh, okay. In just a minute. Manny Aurora, the Aurora Law Firm, or as many of you now know him as Mad Dog Manny Aurora, when he stops into the Golden Scissors studio, he is the best when it comes to criminal law. If you got any troubles and you need somebody, reach out to the Aurora Law Firm. The AuroraLawFirm.com, all right? Located in Atlanta, Georgia, but practices nationwide. Now, if you got a question for Manny when he pops into the Golden Scissor Studio, you can call our hotline at 404-369-3825 or shoot us a message from our website, PodcastTheBS.com. Have you ever been watching TV and hear noises in your attic or your crawl space? Well, there's a good chance that's a squirrel or a rat, and it's invaded your home, and it's trying to make it its own. Can't have that. At Inspect All Pest Services, they offer full exclusion work to prevent this from happening and keep your home rodent-free. Whether it's squirrels, rats, bats, opossums, or raccoons, Inspect All Pest Services and the professionals that work there can keep your home safe. Rodents can carry disease. That's gross. That's bad. And can ruin homes or worse, start fires. Yeah, due to them constantly chewing on the wires. Can't have that either. Nobody wants that. So... Call Inspect All Pest Services today, 770-483-2420. Inspect All Pest Services, 770-483-2420. Make sure you're mentioning the BS because you're going to get 10% off your exclusion work. Save some cash, mention the BS. 770-483-2420. Son of a bitch. I just called to say you should subscribe to The Bailey Show and I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Nobody is going to save you now. If you like what you hear then get a full 7 days a week plus of new content by subscribing. Podcastthebs.com It's better than radio. Every week there are three stories that fall under the good, the bad, and the ugly. You know, I used to ride a horse to school. <laughs> Get learned with the good, the bad, and the ugly. (laughs) All right, here it is, episode 54, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Thanks for being here. My name is Jason Bailey in the mobile Golden Scissors studio, sponsored by Gorenstein and Watkins. GWTrial.com. Trial litigation attorneys, personal injury. A lot of people need an attorney for personal injury. Wrongful death, contracts, transactions, landlord-tenant disputes, you name it. Gorenstein and Watkins, they got you. GWtrial.com, or you can call 470-491-0808. They're in Playa del Carmen, Mexico. It is the Nader Tater Vader Masturbator. How are you, buddy? Hola. Buenos dias. How you guys doing? Good. ladies. Always a little tricky when we... uh, or, or out of our sorts and doing this show in different places like we are right now. Um, yeah. Brandon in the Zelensky Studios, nothing really changes with you. Uh, the B-Man, yeah, you're fine. Hello. Hello, I'm doing good. Yeah, how y'all doing? Yeah, you sound the same. And then Nikki D trying to figure out a computer is like my mom trying to figure out anything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not the computer. It's this box I have. Yeah, I'm not an engineer. You don't have to be an engineer to figure out a computer. I mean, it's it, the box. It's got literally three knobs on it, Nikki. Literally three knobs. My box has four knobs oh, sorry. on the top, three in the middle. Mm-hmm. I have a little things on the side for sound effects. Uh-huh. This is no average box. Okay, well, let me just tell you something. You need to figure out these boxes sooner than later and not use your <laughs> not an engineer as an excuse. Because if you don't, that could be very bad for you, okay? If you can't figure out a podcasting box, we're going to have some issues. All right? I think I got it figured out. Okay. Well, don't I, don't I sound all right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what do you think, Nate? Yeah. Yeah. It has been a while. <laughs> 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 yeah. it's been a while, Nate. It's, it's been a while, as Aaron Lewis says. It's been a while. <laughs> it sounds the best I've heard it, though, because I know when you first started your podcast, you were having some issues with your box. And oh my god, 
Too many knobs now, I guess. Your, There's an extra knob. Your box was so <laughs> sloppy when you started that podcast. The audio was... People People stopped subscribing because it was so bad. That's how bad it they was. They didn't stop subscribing. They did. They said that I can't listen because the audio is so bad. They did. That's a true uh, Now, a few people did say that, yeah. but they didn't unsubscribe. <laughs> I mean, it's just like if you're listening to a radio show and they're static, or in our last situation where people 10 miles up the road couldn't get us, you know, or a country station was bleeding in, you're not going to sit there and stay on the same channel. Like even XM satellite, you know, if it's a bad weather day or something, or there's some dead spots, if it goes out on me for five seconds, I'm done. I'm out. I go someplace else. And that's, that's what a normal radio listener does. Now, a podcast listener, they're like, oh, I can't wait to listen to this Nicky D podcast. Oh, so excited. Oh, let's get all the kids. Let's gather around the, the old uh, streaming radio system here. And it, it amazed me that you didn't listen back to it and know that the audio sounded like shit. You just like turned it in. You're just like, here's my work. I don't, I don't need an A. Give me a C plus. That's fine. No, I listened back to it, but there was nothing that I could do to fix it. I tried everything. I downloaded videos. I looked at YouTube. I called people. I did everything I could to try to figure out how to get that sound fixed. Well, then you don't, you don't do it. Like you don't air it. If it sounds like shit, you don't just air it. It was, it wasn't bad enough that it shouldn't have been aired. <laughs> there's like a slight delay when i do that and i'm looking at everybody's faces and i don't get anything i'm like oh, is it not funny can they not hear me oh, oh it's funny and they can hear me now <laughs> oh, my beautiful backdrop of uh lake mount door lake door lake dora it's called lake dora lake, lake gator chopper lake yeah it's that's not even funny because this is the lake that my buddy's kid you know got taken from so, oh, really? Have you seen any gators? No. Um, the I'm in Mount Dora, Florida, by the way, um, for Thanksgiving and whatnot. Uh, but so and visit my mom. Um, we're we're like on a dock, and uh, oh, by the way, today's Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving! Yeah, right? yeah. Good, bad, ugly Thursday. Yeah, yeah. Happy, happy Thanksgiving. 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 Turkey Day. Turkey Day. Working on Thanksgiving. <laughs> That's what we do. Uh, yeah, it's, um, no, I haven't seen any gators yet, but there, the, this Airbnb that we're at, it's actually really nice. Um, oh, thanks, baby. It's actually really, really nice. It's, it's literally right in the middle of downtown Mount Dora. I mean, walking distance to, uh, where like the farmer's market is and stuff. I mean, it, it's, I didn't even know they had places in the middle of Mount Dora. I know they'd had it like, like right on the outskirts, but I didn't know they had it right in the center. So this is pretty cool. Um, this lady split this house into two so she can get double the income and she's actually going to turn it into three so she can get triple the income, but it's on the water. It's right next to the yacht club, uh, the Mount Dora yacht club. And they, but they've got a sign that says, uh, you know, heads up gators, snakes, you know, don't go. I saw you put your dogs out there in a fence. Are you living out there all the time for a little snack for the gators yeah that's that's because you know that's what it's normal to do is you just leave your dogs outside you know especially around gators and that that's that's the normal thing to do because right that's what, how we treat our pets you know we just kind of let them wander around and I, I just saw if you had that fence i didn't know if you thought a gator would stay out of there no it was a joke that i made on social media i've lived in florida most of my life i know that gators climb i mean i know for the georgia people they're like man i saw a tiktok of a gator climbing a fence this guy's an idiot dude I've, I've lived here my whole life so i know gators climb fences i get it it was a joke it was just something to add on to the old fence thing i got a fence got the dogs this is like portable fence that we got on amazon because this place isn't fenced in and I, it's, I don't know how big it is but it's pretty good size and literally, we take it out of the box and you, you know, gate, gate, steak, gate, gate, steak, gate, gate, steak, and pretty easy, pretty simple. It took us 20 minutes to put it together. Nice. Yeah, it looked nice. It, the dogs are small enough where it, it's a good amount of room for them to run around. Yeah. it's And then, you know, Toon Toons wakes me up every night at like 3 o'clock in the morning to go outside. I don't even know if she has to go outside. She just like attacks me in the middle of the night. And she's like, it's licking my face. It's like, dad, take me out. Dad, take me out. So I take her out. Fat, fat will come with me. And then now we got to go out there to this little gate thingy. And because 
they're not used to the salt in the grass in Florida. They, they just can't stop eating the grass, you know, because of all the salt, you know, just the grass is different in Florida. So, I mean, <laughs> not that we're on the beach salt water, but there's, there's certain stuff in the grass. They just can't, you can't stop fucking eating it. So I don't know. Anyway. All right. Uh, uh, I'll talk more about the the trip on tomorrow's episode. Let's do some good, bad, the ugly. Here, okay, the, uh, this episode, what we do is we take three news stories throughout the week, and we uh, put them under three different categories of good, bad, and ugly, and you get learned. So good, the good. Uh, I love this, this kind of stuff, and Nate, this is you're right next to you. That's why I grabbed the story, but I like the story anyway. A tourist booed, pelted with pebbles, and doused with water for climbing Mayan Pyramid. Uh, did 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 we've been to this pyramid? Correct. No, uh, this is uh, Chichen Itza. This oh. is the one. It's one of the seven wonders of the world, or the New World, or something like that. Uh, but yeah, it's about two and a half hours away. We we wanted to go to it, but I don't think you guys had enough time. Oh, okay. Well, they you know they kind of all look the same, but this is uh, th- this is a beast of a pyramid. So there's this woman. No one knows who she is. At least I couldn't find out who she is. But there's uh there's a TikTok video of this woman, and she's just. I mean, it's a, it's a very very large Mayan temple. I mean, it's it's like movie Hollywood movie stuff where it takes you probably 20 minutes to get up to the, to the top in the stairs, right? That's how big it is. And so this, I think it was a woman. I'm pretty sure it was a woman, I think. Yeah, it was yeah, a woman. woman and a guy. Woman and a guy. Who was the blonde? Yeah. Was the blonde, was the blonde the woman? Yeah. The blonde was the woman. Okay. Yeah, there was a guy, but I couldn't tell if that was a guy that went up there later to to talk to her or if it was somebody that she was with, but there, there were two people up there. That's what I he thought. He looked like he was an official. Yeah. Yeah. He was, it says in the story, she was escorted down by a security guard. Yeah. I thought I was like, mm. Oh, is that guy just late to the party? No, no, no. He doesn't look like he's with her. Oh, he looks like he's like, get the fuck off the Mayan pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Get yeah. down. <clears throat> so she, you know, she, she obviously knows that she's not allowed to be up there. Right. You can't go on this, this pyramid. Yeah. There, there's like a little, not fence, but like kind of a rope. Obviously, it's it's very clear you you can't go up there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, like when they're clear, they're pretty clear. I mean, even the ones that you took us to, Nate. You know, there are areas that we couldn't go in. You knew you couldn't go in those areas. I mean, it's pretty simple. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. she's doing it obviously for the Instagram pictures and hey, look at me and give me a like, give me a share. I'm like, God, I'm an influencer. Just do something. Just like me, share me, forward me, pass me around. Um, but as she came, comes off the, the Mayan pyramid, the crowd gathers around and the crowd doesn't look like they're tourists. They all look like they're locals and they just start pelting her with stuff and throwing water at her. It was like a mob mentality, uh, because she trespassed on the mine, but they, they don't look, it doesn't look like tourists were doing it. They look like they were locals or people that worked there, even though they weren't all in uniform that were the ones doing this to her. Yeah, well, I mean, Mexicans do tour in Mexico. So just, you know, like the United States, you might go somewhere else in the U.S. I never thought about that. (laughs) They're on vacation as well. (laughs) Because this is kind of a tourist destination even for uh, for Mexican citizens. Uh, But yeah, you're you're right. Those are the people who are going to be more offended, I guess, because, you know, another tourist from some other country probably isn't going to be upset that this lady's climbing it. Disrespecting their culture, their country. Yeah. Yeah, Nate, sure. didn't you do something like this? You climbed on top of one and got in trouble for smoking up there? Uh, no, I didn't get in trouble for smoking, but I did climb one. But it, it wasn't um, it wasn't this one. It was one that you're allowed to climb. Oh, okay. Ekbalam. Actually, it's pretty close to it. A lot of people don't go there because they just don't know about it. Because this, you know, Chichen Itza is the famous one that's on every, you know, kind of Mayan-looking thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, I've climbed. You can kind of climb a couple of them, but very few of them let you climb them anymore. The ones you took us to, there's you. We could climb a couple of those. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, that's true. Yeah, there was. They're they're not as big as this one, obviously, but um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, God, I feel horrible not realizing that Mexicans like to vacation in Mexico. 
<laughs> I really feel bad about that. Like, I, I, one, I feel stupid, <laughs> and two, I feel bad. Like, like I don't know. This, it kind of comes across as racist. Like, well, the fucking Mexicans don't. They don't got any money to tour. What are they doing? They're just working all the time. <laughs> what are you doing? You know. <laughs> yeah, and you can't you can't climb this. And when I first saw the video, I was like, oh yeah, that's really fucked up. You know, it's disrespectful. That's why all the the locals or uh, the Mexicans are, are upset with them and throwing things at them. But this is they close. So you, it's not like you could never climb this. They just they close it in two thousand eight. It, it's not like it's been. And I'm not saying that what the, she did was right, of course. But I'm just saying it's it's strange to me that they were so upset with her when it's it's just a rule of the 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 ruins. It's not like it was some ceremonial thing where she's desecrating it or whatever you could walk up there you know up to 10 years ago yeah yeah well they they beat the shit out of her i mean not violent it, yeah. it wasn't like violent yeah. but it was I, I i don't mind the mob mentality when you're wrong and somebody's just trying to learn you a little bit you know and she just they just learned her i mean they weren't and then some of the people thought it was funny right so it wasn't yeah there, there were a, a few very angry people and then the rest just kind of did it because uh, their countrymen were doing it too. Mm-hmm. And then it, it doesn't show where she went afterwards. I don't know if she got any trouble, uh, any trouble from park officials or not, but she kind of bolted. What, uh, yeah. what's the name of this temple again? Ki- ki- what? Chichen Itza. Ch- Chichen Itza? Yeah. Chichen Itza. What, yeah. what is, what is it known for? So Chichen Itza is basically, I mean, it's one of the most complete kind of Mayan pyramids basically in Mexico. And then also on the solstices or no, I'm sorry, on the equinoxes, I believe um, there's a, there's a head of a snake at the bottom of the stairs and just on the equinox, the, it looks like the snake's body is going down the stairs and then it lines up with the head perfectly. So it's a, a big like astronomical type of site and a spiritual place also. They find any uh, tombs or anything in there? You know, I don't know. Honestly, I have not gone to Chichen Itza just because I've always known it to be pretty touristy. Um, so I don't, I don't like to be around the, the big crowds, but I got to go for the, the equinox sometime. Um, so I'm not, I'm not quite sure what they found in there. The Chevy Equinox? Is that where they build them? Yep. <laughs> Runs on star power. <laughs> Introducing the new Chevy Mayan Temple. <laughs> we do have different car brands. Now. I think I can't remember what some of them are, but I think we were talking about it one time, Jason, we were walking around, and there's like, uh, I don't know, I mean, the, you guys have the Leaf, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, okay. There's something else that they 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 call the leaf something different here. You have the palm frond. Oh, they call it the march. <laughs> it's a Nissan march. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember driving around and, and looking. I was like, "What the hell is a Kia? You know, platypus? Like what? What the? You know, like all these weird names." Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right. So uh, that's good. I like. I like. Uh, you know, I'm not always a fan of the mob mentality, but when uh, you know. If, Nobody gets hurt, and you get to learn somebody a little bit of a lesson, even if somebody does get hurt, you know, if they deserve it. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. Love that. It's like my favorite line in the Bible, Nikki. You know about that? I do know about that. Yeah, okay. Just check. I don't know if it reads exactly that way, but it is in the Bible, something like that. Yeah, it reads that way. It says eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. I don't know. I don't know what's before or after it, but yeah. I think you're thinking of Sharia law. Yeah, who's Sharia? Sharia law. They do that. Is that Muslim Nick? countries? Is that Nikki's friend, Sharia? <laughs> <laughs> no, her name's Sharia. You know my girl Sharia. She does nails. You know oh, she man. got she got her own laws. You walk up in that bitch. She got eye for an eye, eyelash for an eyelash, and a diamond tooth for a diamond tooth. <laughs> oh, it's from the book of Exodus. Yeah, that's in the Bible. But uh, Brandon is right. It, it does some, maybe it originated because basically everything in all of the different religious books have originated from something else. So I think it is something from like the first, like one of the first laws or something like that. Like there's that scribe that has all the laws on it. First law of Sharif is you don't talk about the laws of Sharif. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, girlfriend, you go ahead and talk about my laws. You coming up in this bitch, you're going to be hearing about them. I'll tell you that right now. You can talk all you want about it. I don't care. 
<laughs> yeah, Sharif's law is eye, eyelash for an eyelash. <laughs> Pick a color or die. <laughs> falsies or falsies. <laughs> Do you want a French manicure or not? <laughs> See, I learn all this stuff. I go with my wife. I like going to the spa. I'm a spa guy, Nikki. I go in there, get my toes done, and they look at <laughs> those ladies. They look down and they look up at me with these eyes like, really? <laughs> no, they like when men come get pedicures. No, my toes. My toes are... They're ugly? Well, there's no toe that's not ugly. Every toe is disgusting. There's not a beautiful toe that exists. No, there's some people who have very pretty feet. No, it's feet are not meant to be pretty. It's they're like the feet are like buttholes. They're just they're there. They're not meant to be pretty. Like God gave us those things, and He didn't say, "I'm going to spruce them up." You know, it's like just I'm going to have a car with primer on it, no paint. That's what it is. That's what a butthole is. I think you're saying that because your feet are ugly. Well, my my I don't know if my I've never I've never asked anybody about my feet, but I know my toenails. That's one of the things I hate cutting my toenails. I haven't cut my toenails in years. Um, my wife usually, my wife does it. And, uh, oh, okay. But, but, with her mouth. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny. Years. It, it, it's funny because, um, uh, it's funny because, um, when I was a kid, I used to bite my nails so bad I would go down to the, like, um, it would go down to the skin. I, like, I'd make my nails bleed, you know. I, I don't know if it was some weird searching for, you know, somebody to talk to me thing or what. So I remember I remember where I was one night. We had just moved in. Um, we just moved in to this uh, townhouse. We were transitioning from our house in Maryland to our house in Florida. So we are in this townhouse in Maryland. And I'm sitting on this black leather couch that we had in the living room. There's so much furniture just packing this place because we're moving, right? But we had to be there for like a year. And I'm watching TV and I'm by myself. And I'm, for some reason, I'm biting my nails. I'm like, hmm, I wonder if I could bite my toenails. So I literally, for like 10, 15 minutes, I tried to lift my toe up to my mouth to bite my toenails. I was like, is that, you know, I was 11. I'm like, is that a thing? I don't know. Is that, if I bite my nails on my, it made sense. If I bite my nails on my hand, why wouldn't I bite my toenails? It just makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, just like on a biodome. Don't say but, yeah, Nate. It doesn't make sense to put your feet in your mouth and bite your well, toenails. No, not not yourself, but on biodome, I think Bud bites Doyle's to- toenails for him. So you got to get a, a toenail buddy. Ew. <laughs> uh, Brandon would be that guy, I'm sure. Hold up. Wait a minute. Let's hear from our sponsors. Watkins Law Firm, trial and litigation attorneys, self, it's personal injury, wrongful death, contracts and transactions, landlord and tenant disputes, or just general civil litigation. Watkins Law Firm dot LLC is where you need to go. Get a hold of Tyler Watkins, Watkins Law Firm dot LLC. And here's Tyler's tip of the day. In Georgia, just because you don't like the performance of another party does not mean you can refuse to perform yourself. What I mean is that if someone comes over to paint your house and you don't like the paint job, you can't just refuse to pay them. Unfortunately, you have to pay them and then sue them for breach of contract. Get a hold of Tyler Watkins, WatkinsLawFirm.LLC, serving all of Georgia. Next time, talk to Tyler. Hey, fellas, the older we get, the harder it gets. Talking about weight loss, testosterone, muscle growth, sexual health pain and joint management, so on and so forth. Well, I'm here to tell you, Nuberty's Men's Wellness League in Sandy Springs, Georgia, is your men's wellness facility. Whether it is testosterone maintenance or weight loss program, uh, sexual health, 50% of all men over 40 experience some kind of sexual dysfunction, pain and joint management, you name it. Menswellnessleague.com is the website you need to go to. It says schedule a call. They'll call you and walk you through it. Get started on your journey to overall wellness today. And for a limited time, Nuberty is offering its full wellness combine for only $99. That's $200 off the regular price. Plus, if you sign up and mention my name, Bailey, or the BS Podcast, you'll get a complimentary vitamin cocktail valued at $150. Menswellnessleague.com. Son of a bitch. I just called to say you should subscribe to The Bailey Show, and I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Nobody is going to save you now. If you like what you hear, then get a full seven days a week plus of new content by subscribing. Podcastthebs.com. It's better than radio. And back to you, Jason. 
Okay, so uh, yeah. that's the good. Uh, with good, you need bad. The bad. Unfortunately, it's true, though. You need bad with good. So it's been a debacle this week with Ticketmaster and the big fuck-up for the... They're called Swifties, right? Taylor Swift fans? Swifties? Yeah. That's what they're called? I think they're called crazy as hell. <laughs> Don't tell them that. <laughs> I, I actually... I, I love it. I, I, think it's, I think it's fantastic. I mean... You know, who wouldn't in the entertainment business want a fan base like that? You name me five people in the entertainment world that has a fan base like Taylor Swift after this Ticketmaster debacle. I mean, you might be able to come up with five names and have an argument for it, but there are very few entertainers that have this kind of fan base. The Beehive, that's the only one I can think of. Yeah. Yeah, Beyonce is crazy. Beyonce's people are crazy. You're right; they are. It'd be cool. Uh, the believe the believers. I Justin's don't, followers. I don't, I don't think so anymore. I, I really don't. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't believe the that. stands. I wouldn't believe that for a second. <laughs> the what? <laughs> the stands. The stands. Uh, what are the stands? Eminem's fans. Oh, is that what they're called? No, they're not. I think they are. Aren't they stands? No, I think they are too. Are they really? That's brilliant. That's so great. Yeah. Well, it's no. a stand is like some is somebody that uh, uh, is like a, a mega fan, and I think the the well, term was coined from his song "Stan." Yeah, that's what I, that's from a song, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, no, Eminem fans are not as diehard as Taylor Swift fans. Oh, um, what's the uh, Marty's? The the little monsters. Possibly seven, eight, nine, ten years ago. Was that Gaga's fans? Yeah, yeah, but but the Bardies be- are Nicki Minaj fans. No, that's not that's not even in the conversation. Well, we're not. Like, I mean, I, I didn't think you were asking for right now because you could also say like the Beatles fans, like they were insane. You see them screaming and crying and pushing people down. Um, no, I'm talking so, about. Yeah, saying, I'm talking about right now, not of all time. Oh, oh, well, no, yeah. There's no argument then. Right, that's what. That's kind of what uh, the point I'm trying to make is that is to have that kind of fan base. You know, Taylor Swift's camp is sitting back going. <laughs> This is great, you know, and then she has to make the statement. So I should probably tell you if you have no idea what we're talking about, what's going on. So, um, so well, Ticketmaster fans who signed up. So she hasn't been on tour for like four years and she's getting ready to launch this big tour and fans who signed up for Ticketmaster's verified fan program thought they'd had this chance to buy tickets early before they went on sale to the general public and this was last Friday. So instead, there were a bunch of error messages and a long queue and like very little to no information uh, about where they were in line. Uh, then he made it to then like if you made it to a point where you're able to purchase the tickets, the system wouldn't accept your presale code or payment information. So eventually Ticketmaster canceled the general public sale after it ran out of tickets. Uh, altogether after it experienced historically unprecedented demand. That's what they said. So the thing is, the company knew that this would be the case. Like, you have to prepare yourself knowing that it's going to be the one of the craziest ticket sales ever. So they just totally dropped the ball, and it brings up the argument once again is, you know, so now you have disappointed fans, and, 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 and I totally get this, and I buy into this. Your experience, if you're a diehard fan of any artist or anything, and you're buying tickets for said artist or said thing, your experience starts when you get the tickets and everything leading up to it, right, Nikki? Because now you're excited. You're ready to go. You got your ticket. It's a brag session. Absolutely. Yeah, okay. So, So now these fans, and there's plenty of them, they're like, Dude, this fucking sucks. And who are they going to blame? I, I bet you a lot of them are blaming Taylor Swift. Like, they think it's her fault. So this goes back to the argument that was brought to our attention in the 90s from Pearl Jam is stop with these monopolies of these ticket companies. There's only two games in town, really, right? There's Ticketmaster and there's Live Nation. And they, they run well, that. What's that? Isn't that the same company? Uh, yeah, it is the same company. Yeah, you're right. They, yeah, I, I so forgot they there's only one there's game one. in town. <laughs> there's one, you're right. There's one game. I forgot they bought them out. Yeah, it's one game in town. Now, you do have these third-party sites like Eventbrite, uh, which, you know, that's the, the company we used for um, 
for Podcast and Pours 2, Halloween. So that's cool that the, and I don't know if there, I'm sure there has to be more companies like that where it's really easy. You set up an account, they'll issue digital tickets, so on and so forth. But on the large scale of things, you know, you have to be in bed with, you know, it's it's Ticketmaster, it's Live Nation. Also, Live Nation is iHeart, right? So it's, you know, bam, 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 bam. And so now if, like, you've got a company that's doing this, what do you do? There's nobody else out there, plus the charges. I mean, you go and you purchase a hundred, let's say you purchase a hundred dollar ticket, which wasn't the case with Taylor Swift, which I'll get to in a second. But let's say you purchase a hundred dollar ticket. By the time it's all said and done, your ticket is like almost double because of all these crazy fees that they add on to it. You know, I understand that they need to get paid for their services. I've got no problem with if it were to say in black and white Ticketmaster fee, like I'd have no problem with that. But it doesn't. There are all these hidden fees that they do. You know, it's like this tax and that tax and this fee and that fee. Um, oh, yeah, it, processing fee. Yeah, process <laughs> pro, pre-processing fee, processing fee, post-processing fee. <laughs> it's got all these different fees. You know, and you're just taking us for a ride. Um, I've got no problem purchasing a ticket. Like, even if I know the artist, uh, I'll purchase a ticket if, if I have to. You know, I, I really, really don't. I used to have a problem with that a long time ago, but I've had a, a different change. You know, like I want to, I want to help them. You know, with whatever it is that they're doing. Now, extras like you know, you get the meet and greet or the back, you know, whatever. Just because you might know the person or I might know the person, that's a different story. Um, but for the person that, you know, I, I'm not that person at, at this stage of my life. Not because I have. This has nothing to do with my bank account. It's just my, um, it's just my pa- lack of passion for, right? I mean, there's very few artists that I would save up to pay a ridiculous amount of money for, you know, unless the experience was beyond, you know, my wildest dreams. And, you know, I could probably off the top, you know, Pearl Jam would be up there, um, you know, but that that's probably about it, really, to be honest with you. But some of these, I, I saw people on Facebook selling these tickets. They 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 got the tickets somehow. I don't know how they got the tickets. Two thousand dollars a piece. How much that's, would you pay to see Pearl Jam? Uh, it depends on the experience. Um, I mean, I've seen them before, and I think I paid twenty five dollars. You know, back in ninety whatever. It, 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 I would have to pay. I'm not paying $2,000 for section where these are at. I know where these seats are at, at um, um, uh, section 109. So actually, no, she's going to be at Mercedes Benz, not State Farm in Atlanta, right? I would think. Oh, she's, God, you're paying 2000 to barely hear what's going on. Isn't that the one with the terrible sound system? Or they get yeah. it figured out? No, it's still, I don't I think they, there was horrible. Yeah. They still haven't figured it out. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. <laughs> and you're paying, you're paying to now, now that's by the way, $2,000. That's on the low end of things. Good God. Yeah. Well, that, I guess uh, she makes blink 182. Now it looks so bad now. Uh, yeah. yeah. She's going to be at Mercedes Benz. Okay. So you're, you're looking at 60 plus thousand people and this is section mm-hmm. 109. These tickets that this lady was selling. Um, and, uh, and $2,000 a piece. And she had like six of them. I don't know how she got them all. Is she just like scalping them or does she pay that much? Or she's like charging double. Um, they, uh, they, no, I, well, no, well, it's illegal to do that. Um, she has to. She has to be making some kind of money, right? Why would you go through all this effort and buy the tickets? And like, it was like day of too. It's not like, she, oh man, shit, I shouldn't have bought the tickets. Something came up. <laughs> that doesn't happen on the same day. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe she is. I, I, I'm assuming she is. That's exactly what she's doing. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. She doesn't look. Yeah. 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 yeah she. Probably yeah. I think a lot, a lot of people will. Cause there's usually a maximum ticket amount. So maybe it was six. She's going to keep two of them, sell the other four for a, a, a profit. And then her tickets are free. No. I think a lot of people do that. So Bruce, that's Spring- what a lot of people do for their Braves game. What scalp them. 
they bought tickets when when they could get into the line and get the tickets, and then they sold them for like crazy amounts of money. Oh, yeah. And that's that's why so many people are upset with Ticketmaster and these like early pre-sale codes and stuff like that because a lot of times it's like ticket brokers they go on there buy up all the tickets and throw them on StubHub and then nobody can get the regular tickets at regular price. Well, uh, I don't know why. I, I'm trying to be cool and use this other camera, and for some reason I always put my camera to like the I, I like an angle shot of me. I don't know why, but I always forget that I'm not if I'm not looking at the camera I'm not looking at you. So when Buddy does our videos, you know, Buddy the Elf does our videos, he, like, everybody else is looking at the camera, and I'm, like, like off to the side, like, looking. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta fix that. It looks stupid. I just look fucking dumb. Uh, yeah. So anyway, Bruce Springsteen got in on, on this, because remember, Bruce um, was getting beat up for, for his ticket prices, and he addressed this dynamic pricing model that has caused some tickets to cost more than $5,000. And this is for his show. And his is his quote, why shouldn't that money go to the guys that are going to be up there sweating three hours a night for it? So he's like, I fucking earned this shit. You know, back the fuck off. If you don't want to, if you don't want to, you don't think I'm worth. So now here's the other argument too, right? So you can bitch and complain all you want that, uh, a band, an act, an artist is not worth fill-in-the-blank amount. Say it's just too overpriced. The argument can be made, and I would actually side with this argument, is, hey, look, I'm pricing the tickets at what I think I'm worth. If you don't think I'm worth that, then don't fucking come to the show. And I'm actually disrespected by that. Because I'm Bruce Springsteen, and I'm 73 years old. I've been there and done that. I've played the free shows. Um... Uh, and I, and I, and I've, and I've played the $20 shows, but you know, I, I'm at the point in my life now where I I'm charging $5,000 a ticket, you know? <laughs> so there is that argument to be made. So he says, um, he told an interview with Rolling Stone. He said that for the past 49 years, I've been purposely charging under market value. So he's, he's saying what I just said, but this time he told uh, his people, Hey, we're 73 years old. The guys are there. I, I want to do what everybody else is doing, my peers. While he admits the ticket buying has gotten very confusing, he says most of our tickets are totally affordable. Uh, the ticket broker, someone is going to take that money. I'm going, hey, why shouldn't that money go to the guys that are going to be up there sweating three hours a night? He's got a point, right? I mean, it kind of puts the overpriced ticket into perspective. Maybe, but... With, if he's going to try to take that profit, the ticket brokers aren't going to go away. They're just going to increase it even more. So he's not cutting them out or anything. Well, the, the big problem is is you've got people that have no problem that can. Like, none of us can pay $5,000 a ticket. Nor if we could, would we right now in our lives, right? But there are, no, I right, the, but there are people that have ridiculous amounts of money that $5,000 for a ticket is no big deal. And... That's kind of, you know, who they're, you know, the Barbara Streisands, the Celine Dion's, the, you know, the, those types of people are, are, are targeting. You know, that's why a lot of these artists do residencies, because you can get a very fair price ticket and they're getting paid from the hotel. And they're just churning out shows. So the, 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 the pricing model is a lot different when you go to Vegas because they're they're there every night. You, you know they're going to be there for, you know, Garth was out there for months, right? Every night it's going to be a sold-out show. Every single night. You know, if you can get, you almost guarantee, 99% guarantee that for an entire month, let's just say for conversation's sake, you're going to have a sold-out arena of, let's say, 10,000 people, 5,000 people, maybe 4,000, whatever, and they're drinking alcohol, yeah, I'm paying you up front a couple million dollars to perform because I'm going to be getting that money in revenue every single night. And I know it not only from tickets, but also from alcohol sales and food sales. Yeah. And merch yeah. and merch. Well, the merch yeah. goes to the artist, but yeah. Oh yeah. Well, and I don't know. Yeah. I, I get like, he's older, but also it, 
you can hear his music anywhere. You can buy a CD for like, or, you know, streaming or whatever you can buy his music and hear it. You're paying for like the experience. If the experience isn't different, I mean, the artist, let's be real. A lot of times doesn't sound as good when they get older and it's live and you're dealing with all the shit in a concert. So it should be cheaper if anything, now that, that they're older, should get a little uh, elderly discount. <laughs> well, well you, you, you know, the, th- the theory is your theory, just like everybody else is. I want to see them before they die. Yeah. And, and that's really what they should be completely honest about. It's like, look, I'm charging you $5,000 a ticket because I'm 73 and I don't know how much time I got. So this is it for me. <laughs> like, you know, hook a brother up. But most of the people that are your fans cannot afford a $5,000 ticket. Most of the, if, if you've been, well, here's, okay, so I'll be devil's advocate. Here's the other side to look, other way to look at that. If you're Nicki Minaj, no, you're right. Your fans cannot. But if you're Bruce Springsteen, maybe possibly. And the only, uh, hold, relax before you jump down my throat without even hearing. You don't even know why I said that. And you're already going, why, why do you think I would say that? Why would you think I would say that? I don't know why you're okay, saying that. Then I shut know up. that I've been then in shut, both of those arenas. Shh, shh, shh. Then pay attention. Listen to why I would say that. It's a very simple explanation. But you jump down my throat. Oh, my God. Now, Nicki Minaj shut the reason being is because their fans have been around longer. They're more established and most likely as far as saying that their income level is up there because they're older. It's like life, right? You're making more money in your, or you have more money in your fifties than you do your twenties. Your expo- your disposable income is greater the older you get. And when you get to that age, right, you really don't have much you're spending money on. So you're more than happy to throw out that money. That's why I said it. So next time, back the fuck up and relax before you believe what I say. Well, of course you do. What I I said. Of course. I don't don't think the older everybody doesn't save their money. Everybody because they're older doesn't have five thousand dollars sitting in their account. I've been at some of these concerts. Uh, not necessarily Bruce Springsteen, but I've been out to some of these concerts. I've seen the people in these crowds. Most of these people. Duke cannot afford a $5,000 ticket. They complain about $40, $45 tickets for smaller concerts that we've put on at the station. I don't believe that older people, just because they're older, can necessarily afford a $5,000 ticket. And people that are in Nicki Minaj's crowd, most of these people probably can because of the lifestyles that they're living younger. There are a lot more younger people now making more money than people that are older. Okay. There's more resources. Well, I'm just going off of what makes sense. Nate, do, do, do what I'm saying makes sense? Yeah, I mean, I can see both sides because, yeah, there are some people. If you're looking at middle class or upper middle class type people, maybe. But there's also lower class, uh, older people that are maybe in their 60s or, or whatever that want to see Bruce Springsteen that can't afford it. Yeah, I mean... When you get older, not everybody gets richer. No, no, no. I understand that. You guys are go diving way too deep. I'm just saying it would make sense. The older you get, the more money you have, the more disposable income you have, the older you get. That's just at life, right? I mean, that's with everything. So I would assume it would be the same. That's why you see the high ticket prices are always for older artists. One, because they think, hey, and they I kind of agree with them. They deserve it. You know, when you're the who or the Rolling Stones um, uh, or Paul McCartney, you fucking been there and done that. Your audience has been around, right? Uh, yeah, but I, I don't know. I disagree. I think the most ex- expensive tickets are for the younger artists, the hot rapper, the hot pop star, the 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 younger in like um, in the mainstream uh, music genre right now is going to be the most expensive. You see some of these these older artists and it's they're they can be kind of washed up and they're playing, you know, a county fair for, you know, a free concert or something like that. I oh, think a lot oh, of times their prices go down. Okay, so let's not get it twisted when I say older artists and who we're talking about. I'm not talking about the older artists that had one hit, the older artists that play in the county fairs. I'm not talking. I'm talking about the icons. I'm talking about the Barbara Streisands, the Celine Dion's, the Elton Johns, the Bruce Springsteens, the 
Um, I would say, you know, well, Prince, when Prince was alive, uh, the, um, you know, Lionel, Lionel Richie, you know, I would put, he's on tour actually, I think with like two other artists, which totally blew me away because Lionel Richie could, I think Lionel Richie could go on tour and charge this type of money because yeah, he was. He was just in Atlanta with uh, Sheryl Crow and yes. uh, Billy Joel. Yeah, okay, so yeah, that was, I'm going, oh my God, that's a show that I would pay $2,000 for a ticket. I had no idea it even existed. I t- all three of those artists, yeah, Sheryl Crow, yeah, but all three of those artists, the, I mean, even just Billy Joel, but Lionel Richie, fucking amazing. You know, not only his hits from his, his solo days, but his band, I mean, come on. I just yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I, I would pay for uh, Lionel or for Billy Joel. I think over all three of those. Oh yeah, it would be and, it would be Billy Lionel. Joe. Yeah, and he is one of those ones you'd want to see before you die or before he dies. Exactly <laughs> right, and that's the thing. You know, it's, it's it's everybody wants to go see for that. So Bruce is like, "Go fuck yourself if you got a problem with it. We're worth the money." Taylor's like, "I'm really sorry." You know the the. I remember there's there's this famous interview, um, or what wasn't even an interview, but it was a uh, uh, Kurt Cobain. It was Nirvana. The guys in Nirvana. It was on MTV, and I don't know if it was like Headbangers Ball or something. But they, in the middle of the interview with Kurt Cobain, I mean, sitting there on TV, smoking cigarettes, you know, just being Kurt Cobain, and total fucking rock star, right? And and they they asked him about what he thought about them charging forty dollars to his show. And he goes, what? He goes, yeah, how do you feel about your ticket prices now that you're charging $40 per ticket? He goes, or was it, was it $40 or was it more? And he says, we shouldn't charge any more than $40. It was one of the, it was one of the two. He was like, man, and he looks over, I think at like either Chris Novoselic or, or Grohl, and he goes, what the fuck, man? He's like, dude, band should no ever be charged. You shouldn't be charging more than like twenty bucks a ticket or something. Like he just totally downplayed it. <laughs> I was like, that's so cool. Like, You're that's a fucking funny. rock star. You're a rock star. You say shit like that. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, David Bowie would be another one that I would put into the. You can charge that much a ticket if he were alive, of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he he would definitely be one that you'd charge a little bit more. But I think like the most expensive concert right now, like Taylor Swift. The, you assume all the Taylor Swift fans are like in their like teens or something. No. But I see a lot of moms on there, and they are like diehard, like diehard Taylor Swift fans. So I didn't realize. Oh, another uh, big band would be um, BTS, that um, oh, K-pop. that K-pop band. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a huge following. Yeah, they're. I remember when they performed at the uh, Billboard Music Awards and. I was out in L.A. for it, and I, I've never heard so many, obviously a very large Asian population in, in California. I've never, I mean, like the screaming, the decibel re- like level of those screams from the upper deck were insane when these kids came out to perform. I was like, gee, I just like, I don't fucking, I was like, okay, I don't get it, but I guess, it's, I guess it's something for everybody, but it's not just for Asian kids or Korean kids or whatever. It's for everybody. Everybody loves these dudes. You know, they're, they're like the Asian backstreet boys. Yeah. Yeah. They came to the station one day. I saw their bus outside, but I didn't, I just thought like, I don't know. It was like Benny Hanna was delivering lunch or something. And uh, <laughs> <Dang didn't look>. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? You saw their bus. Did they have like, we're K-pop bus on the side or yeah, it had all their faces, but it was so big they couldn't pull into our parking lot because we had that little awning thing. So they just pulled along the side of the the station building on the street. So every it was kind of fucking up traffic. So I had to drive around it. But yeah, I just saw these four little Asian kids on the side of the bus. I didn't know what it was. And then same thing with Lizzo. When Lizzo came in, I didn't know who she was, so I didn't go and Me say either. hi or anything. <laughs> I didn't even you know. Never she, know. I didn't even know. Do you want to come see Lizzo? I'm like, who's that? I didn't even know she was at the radio station. That's crazy. Yeah, see, exactly. That's that's fun. I was. I remember that one day. I was. You know, by the way, none of these guests would come to our studio. <laughs> they were all going down the hall. Yeah. <laughs> I went to the bathroom okay. and I was. You know, anytime you see somebody new at like seven o'clock in the morning, you're just like it must be a guest of some one of the radio stations. And there's this dude. He's got like white pants on. He just he's all dressed not like anybody around there would dress. And I'm at. Uh, he's at the urinal next to me. I'm just kind of looking. I'm like, who the fuck's this guy? And and then uh, go up to we we're done at the same time. We go wash our hands. I'm like, hey, good morning. How you doing? He's like, hey, good morning. How you doing? Very nice, very pleasant. 
I never found out. Well, I didn't know who he was at the time. He was uh, Will Ferrell's handler. And then I remember seeing Will Ferrell leaving the station with the guy. And the guy was like, you know, I guess his buddy. I remember he was coming around and he went on uh, to the top 40 station to, to stump for Stacey Adams. Right. Oh, was, yeah. 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 <laughs> like, God, man, I would, I, I'm glad I was not put in that predicament to have Will Ferrell on. You know, yes, you want Will Ferrell on, but yes, you want Will. You want to talk about his movies. You don't want to talk politics with fucking Will Ferrell. You know, and like I, I remember, I remember asking myself, what would I have done if they came to our door and said, "Hey, do you want Will Ferrell on the air?" But he wants to promote Stacey Adams. I, I would have turned him down. I would have had to. Yeah, because you have yeah. to give the other side equal time, right? Well, that's very misunderstood. That's for politicians, right? If you like, if uh, uh, okay. if somebody's running for office and they you know they want to come on. You, you know, you you don't have to go, whoa, all right, well, you're on the clock now, Billy Bob, you know, that kind of thing. You don't have to do that. Um, and it's it's not policed very well because there's so many conservative radio stations. You don't see the other side going, I need my 20 minutes. You just had him on. You, you know, they don't, <laughs> yeah, my five yeah. hours. But, you know, I, I turn down Jack Black for the same thing. It's just I don't I don't want. I don't want that conversation to go that way. It's not fun for the audience. I mean, it's fun for some of the audience, but it's not fun for all the audience. And all it does is hurt us. You know, the, yeah. The, I mean, with Jack Black is, yeah, you alienate half the audience. And then you get to talk about a movie from 20 years ago or is kind of like jokey band, you know, it's like exactly. the payoff isn't there. But you get two, two of them on and have them debate. And there you go. Just be moderators. <laughs> If I, if, I tell you, if I could get uh, uh, Will Ferrell and John C. Riley to debate two different sides, uh, as <laughs> a, as Nighthawk and Dragon, yes, then 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 we got something going. On <laughs> Did we just become running mates? Yep. <laughs> Did we just go and vote? Yep. <laughs> Favorite non political magazine that you like to masturbate to? Politics <laughs> Weekly. Yep. <laughs> Hold up. Wait a minute. Let's hear from our sponsors. Help you help your business get to the next level. And you do that by incorporating create graphics in there. Whether it's vehicle wraps, corporate events you might be having, interior, exterior events, graphic design and apparel. Create Graphics is a full-service graphics company that specializes in graphic design, wide format printing, and graphic installation. Excellent customer service where every project is going to get that one-on-one experience from start to finish. CreateGraphics.net. C-R-E-A-T-E-G-R-A-P-H-I-X.net. Or you can call 770-369-9962. 770-369-9962. A good tree service is sometimes really hard to find. Unless you're listening to this podcast, of course. Cut and write tree service and more. Experience tree removal who care all about the details. Those are your details, your preferences. Customer satisfaction guaranteed. Female, veteran-owned, located and servicing all around Atlanta. Cut and write tree services and more. Cutandwrite.com. That's the website you can book online. C-U-T-T-I-N. R-I-G-H-T.com, or you can call 877-828-8846, 877-828-8846, 877-8-CUTTIN. Make sure you mention the BS when you call. Get $100 off your job. Doing a new kitchen or bath? That's a big deal. So you want to make sure you're going to the right people when you're doing this project. One-stop shop's even better. UCI Kitchen and Bath, they're that. I'm not trying to dumb it down when I say one-stop shop. I'm saying they provide the installation, whatever you buy. You can visit their Norcross, Georgia showroom if you want. See all their latest designs, something that's going to look perfect in your house. And they've got experts there going to walk you through it step-by-step, right? You mentioned the BS, uh, mentioned the Bailey Show podcast. You're getting 10% off your regularly priced countertops. Now, UCI Kitchen and Bath has been Atlanta's number one cabinet, granite, and quartz fabricator and installer for the past 20 years. You can't deny that. But when you're not in Georgia, what's going to happen? Well, they're also servicing parts of Alabama, Tennessee, North Carolina, South Carolina, and Florida. You want to improve the property value of your house. Start with the kitchen and bath, UCI Kitchen and Bath. They're the best in the business, and they're going to do it. Fair prices, right? Quality of work, excellent service. That's what sets them apart. UCIGranite.com. That's their website, UCIGranite.com. Son of a bitch. I'll be loving you forever.
just as long as you subscribe to The Bailey Show. Nobody is going to save you now. If you like what you hear then get a full 7 days a week plus of new content by subscribing. Podcastthebs.com It's better than radio. And back to you, Jason. <laughs> All right, good, bad, how about ugly? And the ugly. Oh, they're all ugly in real life, and the story's ugly in real life as well. Todd Chrisley sentenced to 12 years in prison as wife Julie will spend seven years behind bars after tax fraud case. On top of that, just the other day, their kid got in a horrible accident, which, yeah, if you're a conspiracy theorist... You might have some questions about that. Uh, anyway, so um, the Chrisleys, you know, the weird couple that live in Atlanta that have the show on, on USA Network, which is one of the stupidest, dumbest, most pointless fucking shows ever. Why this family is famous, I have no idea. I know their backstory. I know people that are friends with these people. They're just made some money in real estate and just want to be, look at me. That's all they want to be. They're the South answer to look at me. That's all they are. And they run in the crowd of the Buckhead people. Um, and they have for years. And at one day they just, they, 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 you know, there's people like, Hey man, you know, we should do a reality show at your house. That's a good idea. Call Julie tomorrow and talk to her. That's what they did. And it actually became pretty successful. I believe. Uh, on USA Network, uh, which I, I can't stand these people. You know, I just, I just, there's something about them that annoys the fuck out of me. Daughter's pretty hot, uh, but the rest of the family. Grandma's kind of cool, but the, the father and the mother, it's like, fucking shoot me in the face. But anyway, <laughs> uh, back in 2022, June of 2022, they were found guilty of tax fraud, and they faced up to 30 years behind bars. Uh, and they were, they've been accused of evading their taxes from 2008 to 2016. Good for, you know, the fucking judicial system. Yeah. Todd has been, you know, why the fuck do the rest of us got to pay taxes? We're not making TV money and you guys don't have to pay taxes. You know, bite my penis, man. Todd has been convicted <laughs> of conspiracy to commit bank fraud, bank fraud and tax fraud, among other charges. While Julie was convicted of the same charges, including wire fraud Following the convictions, Todd's daughter, Lindsay, took to Instagram. She wrote, I know most of you are expecting to hear from me on my podcast this week, as I took time to be with my family last week. <laughs> the third, tune in to the to Chrisley Daughter podcast next week, and I'll give you the scoop. 33-year-old <laughs> continue, the verdict is not what I'd hoped or prayed for. It. No shit. And I'm deeply, deeply saddened for myself, my son, and my family as a whole. He's not going to make it for 12 years in prison. I just can't see it. He's not going to be in being like some cushy fed prison or something. He's Maybe, gonna... but I don't know. There's always been a little, uh, little question about him and yeah. prison might be a good place for him. <laughs> no, <laughs> find himself. It's, it's not like that. Just because you might like the male population, it's not going to be easy for you in there. It's, it's just not just when you're used to having some privileged high class life to going from sitting in a box and somebody has to tell you what to do 24 hours a day. That's going to be the hard part. Well, he's, he's not going to jail for 12 years. I can tell you that right now. Um, and if he does go to jail, He's going to have some VIP suite. I don't know. They send they send these people to, like, cushy places. So, I mean, Wesley Snipes went to jail for, what, three years for tax tax evasion. And his story was, I mean, if memory serves, like, he got screwed over by his CPA. Like, it was, yeah, it, it, yeah I mean, it, yeah. it wasn't even his fault. But he had he took the, which was really shitty. It, it, this is if memory serves. But I remember the, this whole thing coming down, and I was like, oh, dude, my man got boned hard because the guy that he pays to do his taxes didn't do them properly. Now you have to go to jail for three years. That sucks. You know, I think that's what happened, right? With Wesley Snipes. Yeah. That, that's yeah, yeah. That's what I thought too, but he's not getting charged if he didn't have something to do with it. Like if, if you're paying somebody else to do a service for you and they fuck up, you're not getting in trouble from what I'm reading. He, he also kind of lied and had some fraudulent claims and stuff like that. So he was a little involved, but I think he got more fucked over by his tax guy for sure. Well, I don't want to believe that. Cause I like Wesley Snipes, Nate. You can still like him. Yeah. Well, well, no, and not if he's, you know, doing bad things. You can't like bad people. It's horrible. 
Makes you a bad Everybody dude. Everybody does something, Jason. Everybody does something. Nobody's perfect. Tax fraud's not that bad. It's a it's a victimless victimless crime. You're not hurting anybody except for the government. Fuck yeah, the government. Well, <laughs> well, the rest of us, you know, that have to pay. It's it's like the if you're gonna bring if you're gonna bring a lollipop for for Susie, you better bring a lollipop for the other 29 kids in class. So if the Chrisleys are not gonna pay taxes, then the rest of us shouldn't have to pay taxes. How about that? Or just let everyone get a lick off the lollipop. We just share it. So it's not not as bad. Yeah, everybody yeah. everybody can lick one lollipop. Oh, sure, that's not a problem. But uh, yeah, sure we will. Now, if we don't pay taxes, you know, then all the roads go to shit, and all this other stuff goes. You know, it's it's not a good thing. So, like they are now. <laughs> well, yeah. even worse than they are now. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Who's um, in I, your backyard? Um, it's, it's, it's I, I'm, uh, Rodney the Gator Hunter. <laughs> He's done took about thirty gallons of gas to his boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he's siphoning it out of someone else's boat. <laughs> so, um, well, that's that's my my mother in law and Rachel's sister's one of her sons. That's Ping Pong Ding Dong. That's what we call each other, Ping Pong Ding. I'm Ping Pong Ding Dong, oh. and he's Ping Pong Ding Dong. He's like, "Hello, <laughs> Ping Pong Ding Dong." I'm like, "Hello, Ping Pong Ding Dong." Um, the other guy that you're talking about, I don't know. I think he lives up, or he's renting the other place upstairs. Oh, he's your neighbor. Yeah, yeah. and somebody uh, told on us because we have a second car, and it's like, don't, can't park over there. We've got sprinklers. Oh, what a dick. <laughs> I'm guessing he told because I blew up the lady. I was like, we, we checked into this place, and the, like, there's two coffee makers, which is smart, you know, when you, you have, when you rent out an Airbnb. Um, if you are hands on, like, you know, she lives here so she can bring, you know, cured cups and stuff like that in our cabin. We don't have a cured coffee maker. We have just an old school coffee maker. It just doesn't make any sense. Right. I mean, to that gets expensive, the curing stuff, but she has both of them here. So I was going to make myself coffee the other day and I went, and I, you know, I went to go, I looked at the water and the water needed to refill. And I took the thing off and I put it under the thing to put to water and, it hadn't been cleaned in fucking ages, and it was like so dirty that there was like a goo floating in the water. Ew. You know, it was like, oh. So I take pictures and I send it to the lady. I'm like, you need to tell your cleaning people to wash them. I mean, that's disgusting. You know, then I blew her up this morning uh, because my internet went out. I'm like, dude, I'm in the important, very important business calls right now. What are you doing? And, uh, <laughs> We got Rodney stealing the gas from the generator. That's probably what's going oh, on. Oh, 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 here he's coming back. Here he comes. He's... Here he comes. Maybe he's maybe he's getting ready to do a terrorist act or something. I don't know. You're right. like a one can. Yeah. You're right. That's a <laughs> fuck ton of gas. Isn't it? <laughs> That's a lot of gas. Fuck the DNR, man. <laughs> don't put it in the river. I'm gonna take my. I'm gonna take my. Well, I don't even know what this is. This little pontoon boat. I'm taking my pontoon boat to Mexico. Going to see Nick. <laughs> need some gas for travel <laughs> I don't know if we can use those or not can we use those boats I say it. it looks like your folks walking on them no they're on the deck oh okay the deck. Yeah. is that two boats out there three the one on the left and the right there's oh three wow yeah, there's three out there I don't know he's got that one over there he's huh. dumping sewage yeah <laughs> All the crap are full. He's, he's <laughs> smuggling drugs is what he's doing. He's getting ready to do it. Gotta go right. feed the fish. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that's the good, the bad, the ugly. Just a reminder, podcastthebs.com, our website. Please uh, become a premium 2%er. Subscribe. Uh, I get the same messages about issues with subscriptions. Please go to Anchor. Um, the, the subscription, from what we're, uh, what I'm understanding, is I got a message the other day about this. Is like, once your credit card, something happens with it, like if it's reported that there's a fraud case or uh, it expires or something, you have to, I believe, do a whole new account. So uh, you would think that you could just go in there and change your credit card, but you can't. So I think you have to do a whole new account, which is fucking people up. And it's really fucking us up, too. Um, so you just have to reach out to Anchor, and that information is on our website if you have any issues. But there, there have been some issues every day, and I'm not a fan of 
their subscription, how they run their subscription service at all. Like, I'm just, I'm just not a fan of it. It's killing us. But if you're having issues, um, do that. If you, and I, I don't want to deter anybody from being a subscriber. Just, you know, if your card is not reported for fraud or if it does, I mean, that's just how they handle the subscription. So you just have to resubscribe if you want. Uh, you get the commercial free episodes, you get them before anybody else. Uh, you get exclusive giveaways when we got them. And, uh, you know, so it's pretty cool. Uh, and you're helping us out uh, as well. Also, uh, all of our social media channels are up there. Like and share. Share content if you don't mind. Uh, help us grow. Help us get bigger and stronger and worldwide-ish and international-ish and you know, all that good stuff. Uh, again, podcastthebs.com. Our merch store is up there as well. And uh, I think that's about it. All right, Nate, you got anything before we get out? Don't piss off the Swifties. Yeah, the Swifties. The Swiffers. The Swifties. All right, Brandon. Uh, launder your money through gas cans and put them on your boat. There you go. Uh, Nikki D. Climb a rock, stone a tourist, or whatever the book said. Climb a rock and <laughs> stone a tourist, whatever the book said. All right. Look, have yourself a great, safe rest of your day. As always, thanks for support. We appreciate you listening. Talk to you soon. Yeah, bye. Get off my lawn. It's old man Kevin, and the BS is done for right now. Please share, like, and support podcastthebs.com. It's better than radio. Now, get out of here.